Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to Geekish Cast. This is our live episode, and we are the reigning world's heavyweight champion of geek talk on the internet. I am your host, Jeremy, and joining me this week is your co-host, Paul. What's happening, Paul? Not much, Jeremy. What's up, brother? Well, there's actually quite a bit of news this week. Uh, I don't know if you've been keeping up with things, um, but just recently announced, just recently announced, the Shazam movie will be two separate movies. Yeah. On top of... well, on top of that, Miles Miles Morales is going to star in the animated Spider-Man films. Yep. Spock has a new dad. Uh, James Frain, yep. who has been in all sorts of television and movies, is going to be playing Sarek. Yep. And the first look of the Judas Contract has been released, and there is no cyborg in the Teen Titans. I repeat, no cyborg in the Teen Titans. Yeah, that was the one I was the most wanting to talk to you about. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I saw that. I was like, what the heck is going on here? Yeah. Well, so we know that for a couple of years, I mean, probably even five, six years, they've been trying to move Cyborg up the table to the Justice League. They've done it in the comics. They're doing it in the movies. They've done it in the animated universe. And uh, they've I've backed it up by taking them out of the animated series. So, What's your initial feeling about that? Uh, not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To me, it's because there two two reasons I don't like it. Don't like it. Um, one, I, I think Cyborg, and I automatically think Titans, right? Or Teen Titans, or either 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 iteration. And and right. The, the second reason I don't like it is because they took. Uh, they didn't just add Cyborg to the to just they. I feel like they replaced uh, Martian Manhunter with Cyborg in the Justice well, League. And then the other side of that is they added Miss Martian to the Teen Titans to replace Cyborg. Yeah, yeah, that's a little odd. A little yeah, odd. And I, and, yeah, and I don't like that. I mean, I I love. Martian Manhunter. He's one of my favorite, you know, Justice League members, and now he's not there anymore. And they replaced him with Cyborg, who, in my opinion, was doing just fine in the Teen Titans. Well, you know, for me, there are certain characters that have to be in uh, in the Teen Titans for it to be the Teen Titans. You've got to have that initial lineup: Robin, Cyborg, yeah. Speedy. Uh, Beast Boy or Changeling, whatever, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. yeah. Wonder Girl, Starfire. That's uh, that's the Teen Titans. When you start messing with that, you start throwing the whole thing off, and that brings me to the next point. You know who else I didn't see that little that little preview? Raven. Yeah, I didn't see Raven, uh, and I did see Blue Beetle. Right. So they added Blue Beetle. I mean, but that could be just... I just saw that... the, the What was it? Four, so I saw Beast Boy, Starfire, Nightwing in the red... The red Nightwing. Mm-hmm. The red stripe, that's blue. And then... Uh, who else was in the pick? Oh, in the Blue Beetle. But, so that could just be what's still, though. The other members just couldn't, could possibly not be there. Yeah, maybe they, maybe we don't see him on screen, but it seemed like a weird one. Um, let's see here. Paul, I think our occasional co-host Andrea is trying to get online with us, so I'm going to pick up this line and see if that's her or some random uh, uh, dirty word yeller, okay? Okay. <laughs> All right. Andrea, 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 hey. dirty word yelling. <laughs> that was probably the best way to pick up the phone right there. 
Hey guys, sorry I'm on a little late. It's a snowy night in Salt Lake City, and it's been hard to meet up with you guys tonight. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to call in. Uh, Paul, how is the weather down in Abilene right now? Uh, it's windy, but it's like in the 60s, so it's not too bad. Ooh, okay. that sounds lovely. Yes, woke up, it was about 20 degrees outside and already an inch of snow on the ground. Yeah, that's a whole lot of nope. Yeah, it's... <laughs> well, howdy. I, I, hello there, Andrea. Um, so tonight we are kind of catching up on some news. Uh, there was some news about the Teen Titans, uh, animated movie coming up, but, uh, I know right, that you are just, that. yeah, you are just the ish and the geekish. So let us know if you need caught up on anything. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, definitely the ish and the geekish. Um, yeah. but I was, I was definitely listening to y'all's discussion. Oh, fantastic. So, um, uh, Paul, so now the other little piece of news that was released recently was that they have cast Spock's dad for the new Star Trek TV show yeah. and have suspended its premiere date. It went from January to May to nothing. Did they say why? I missed that. Well, yeah, I think... I see why. Yeah, well, I think now um, Brian Fuller has been pushed out as the showrunner. Uh, that's been going on for a little while. Apparently, he he's got well, he's got a lot of irons in the fire. I get that things are happening. Um, they're casting people. You know, they cast um, a couple people from The Walking Dead. They cast Doug mm-hmm. Jones. Uh, Doug Jones is going to play a character yeah. on there, which means he'll never be on my show now. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but now they've they have suspended its premiere date. And I, I find that kind of, I find that kind of troubling because it went from January to May, which okay, you know, four months. I, I get that. But from May to question mark, I, I kinda I start to question that. Do you sort think of there's thing. a um an, there's a, a behind the scenes person, whether it's cast or crew, that they are having to wait on for an additional production to finish up? It, it makes me wonder if that's the case, or do they not have a storyline in place? Ooh. I like to blame Hollywood and say it's they're waiting on a cast person. <laughs> yeah, no, I, a number of things. yeah I, I think, Andrew, I think your guess is probably closer because you've actually dealt with casting and stuff. So, um, well, mine is a, a but... pitch out of the dark. Yes. Yes, but that being said, the way they churn out movies these days, you know, like we're just—I have a—I—I I could see them not having story actually, even more than the cast. I—I I kind of go up with you, Jeremy. I mean, like, I, I mean, every week there's a new. I mean, I guess they just released the Logan trailer today. I mean, mm-hmm. every week there is a new film, a new version, a new spinoff being released and so I almost wonder if you're right like they just didn't get the story locked in and they're that I think that could even more say well we don't know yet yeah because I haven't heard a a plot synopsis or anything come out have you like what it's going to be about Mm -mm. very vague very vague they go it's going to be the touchstone will be the episode balance of terror where it was the enterprise versus the Romulan ship there's going to be a human ship or a a Starfleet ship and a Klingon ship and there's going to be a human crew or and a Klingon crew that's really all I've heard besides the casting announcements yeah do have they said who is writing it well, they have they have announced some writers and some producers. Uh, Nick Myers, who was one of was okay. the director of the Wrath of Khan, is involved. But Brian Fuller has been has stepped out, and he was supposed to be the showrunner. I don't. I, a couple of weeks ago, I probably could have told you who that left in his place, but I don't remember right now. Um, but it sounds to me like there's a little bit of uh, turmoil, a little bit of chaos, which I didn't want yeah. to believe until until this happened. Yeah. But yeah, I guess so you're, you're switching up directors and producers and trying to find – well, that's the other thing, like, and I struggle with this, like, watching some of these um, films is that, like, they just try to get such big names, like you said, like The Walking Dead and, like, some of these other individuals that are on TV shows that shoot all year long. And then 
I don't know. Sometimes I would just rather them grab, pull up some no-name actor and let's move forward with the story. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah. But the good side of that is James Frain was uh, picked to play Spock's dad, Sarek. And mm. he kind of he, he has a strong Vulcan look about him. He so, does. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I can see so, it. So I'm kind of down with that. I'm kind of on board with that one. Um, oh, and, you know, because it's the three of us talking, let's talk about this. Lucasfilm says no digital Princess Leia in the next in the Star Wars movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They squashed That's, that rumor. Yeah. It was because they heard us talking about it, and they were just like, yeah. you know what? <laughs> so then, speaking of, that means that's either going to be story writing or we're going to find another actress playing her. Uh, I, I I guess it leaves us with three things: recast, uh, off off screen death, or off screen removal, or fuck. Well, I guess it leaves us with two things, huh? Yeah, two things. I wonder yeah. which direction they'll go. That's a good one, Paul. I mean, I'm sitting now, here trying to think of big mm-hmm. actresses out there. I mean, she has such a unique look. Um, unless they have her daughter, um, because her daughter was in what uh, episode? Yeah. Yeah, Force so Awakens. Maybe. But but, but she'd have to play her. like a 25 year old Leia, though. Yeah. 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 So I, I mean now 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 given those options, either either uh, off screen death or recasting or question number three that we don't know, which way would you guys go now? Um Paul. I'm not a fan of recasting, so I'd be up for a new storyline or a death off scene. Okay. Paul, how about you? Oh man. I don't want to I kind of want to see more Princess Leia moving forward, but they'd really have to nail that casting. And it, and I'm what I'm afraid of, it would just take me out of it so much. Seeing someone else be Princess Leia, like that's probably all I would be able to think about is just that's not Princess Leia. Like, yeah, I 100 like percent agree. So much, yeah, put so much of herself in that character in that role. Yeah, I you really know, don't this know. Way- this kind of makes me think about. Do you remember when um, the Dark Knight return or the Dark Knight came out, and Katie Holmes had been replaced by um, Jalen Hall? Maggie uh, Hall. Hall. Yeah. yeah. And my dad watched the movie and then called me up and he said, "God, being married to Tom Cruise is really taking a toll on her." <laughs> he didn't realize <laughs> it was somebody else. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's that same yeah that same sort of thing where it's like somebody is so different than how they started off. Um, you know the way I'm going to go with it, I'm going to stick with what I said originally. Well, Disney has been so good to the franchise so far. I'm going to give them a whole lot of latitude. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to trust them to do what they think is best for the franchise because their last two movies were better than uh, Lucas's last three. This is yeah. true. I will agree and concur. Yeah, both agree and concur. That's that. That's a strong <laughs> agreement. <laughs> you got double from me. Yeah. Um, and then the last last little piece of news I want to hit on: Miles Morales is going to headline the Spider-Man animated films made by Sony. That's kind of yeah. cool. Uh, is it going to be confusing, do you think, or, 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 or are people smart enough to get, get by knowing that there are two different Spider-Men out there? Well, it it depends. Like anybody that's really like even remotely into comics and follows Marvel at all knows that Miles Morales is, you know, in the, the MCU. So, but for newer, younger people, I don't, I don't think anyone necessarily is going to care too much. He's a very popular character, so I mean, I don't think it's gonna be a big deal. He's a good character, okay. and as long as the stories are good, and I think we'll be fine. All right, and Andrea, you as a, a filmmaker and writer, what do you think? Are are fans smart enough to be able to deal with two different Spider-Men? Um, I think there's 
smart enough. And I think and this is a funny thing. Spider-Man, Spider-Man movies are my least favorite. I am so over Spider-Man right now, which I think <laughs> so many other people love him, but I just can't stand. We just have, you know, we've had, you know, from Tobey Maguire to what's his face to now. And sorry, I'm brain farting late night, but we've had like three different guys play him in just the past, like 10 years. And now we're throwing up this, another animated to me. I'm, I have feeling fans are going to be a hundred percent. Okay. With it because they've been okay with it for 10 years now to just the influx of Spider-Man. I'm not a fan. I'm over him. <laughs> Done with Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, I think I, it, was, it, was, it was Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and now Holland or whatever. And, yeah, and yeah, it's just, on. gosh, I just, I don't know, like, how many, I mean, it, the same, I guess, could be said for Batman. I do agree with that. But I just, because all the Spider-Mans have kind of all been sort of the same, like origin stories, and Jeremy knows how I feel about origin stories. <laughs> um so I just I wonder if this I mean I don't know this maybe you guys can let me know is this this new animated movie is it starting from the beginning again? I don't think we've seen anything yet, no. and the Miles Morales origin story is very different than the Peter Parker one. Yeah, this is true. So, this is true. Yeah. So it's going to depend. I mean, are we are we going to see a kid come from a doomed universe into the regular universe and then have to start right. a life from nowhere? There's a lot. There's a lot of miles. You get that, Paul? A lot of miles in this story to be told. Huh? <laughs> oh, clever! Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good times. Good times. Oh, I was going to end on the on that one, but of course, the other news story that came out today. We're not just getting a Shazam movie. We're getting a Shazam and a Black Adam movie starring uh, a little fella named uh, Dwayne Johnson, who you might also know as The Rock. Oh. The Rock. Yeah, yeah, I had a long conversation with some friends about this today. <laughs> so, well, Paul, let's start with you real quick. What was your What was the conversation? I I don't I don't know um, if I'm like super excited about that. To be 100 percent honest with you, because I mean, and I love Black Adam. He's one of my favorite DC villains, and I'm a huge fan of Dwayne Johnson. Uh, I guess I'm just going to have to see what the tone of these movies are and uh, just how how the first one is before I want a Black Adam movie. I think I would have picked a a bunch of other DC heroes to have a movie first. Like, if you're going to produce another film, like, why would you produce a... I mean, I know it's because, you know, Dwayne Johnson's a big name, but I'd much rather someone build a a movie in a, a cinematic universe around the characters than an actor. No, I agree, but that's not, that's not what they. I feel like that's not what they do these days, though. Like with all yeah. like, it's so actor centric, and then we go from there. Though so, I mean, you know, with I don't know, with Black Adam kind of being like Captain Marvel's like arch enemy, it does kind of bring us to that focus that I feel like now we're starting to explore more of the um, the darker characters out there versus just focusing on you know the hero so i don't know that could be just kind of a trend that's happening yeah it is weird that the first villain to get a movie is black adam i don't think i would have ever put money down <laughs> on, put money down on that ever in my lifetime but i guess it's happening there you go yeah. well it makes you wonder because like i read a couple of interviews with uh dwayne johnson who's also a local california guy right out of hayward here um but I read a couple of interviews where he's talking about Black Adam. Like he does realize that guy's the villain of the story, right? And then all of a sudden, this news comes. I'm like, oh, so they sign him, so he's not the villain of the story. Okay, now I get it a little bit. Well, he um, wasn't always the villain, though. Black Adam. So well, he, you know, he was. I was going to say. Well, yeah, but that was several. That was fifty years after he was introduced. But originally, yeah. his character originally his character was a hero, though. Like. In ancient yeah. Egypt, Teth Adam was supposed to be the champion yeah. of the wizard Shazam. Yeah. And then he went bad. So, you know, I guess you could write him as an anti hero, but for that first story where and please please God, tell me they're gonna call him either Captain Marvel or Captain Thunder and not Shazam in the story. But um when I'm, he faces down it is. Oh, it's horrible. It's gonna be. You know it's gonna be. 
terrible, terrible, terrible. But when they face down, they face down as enemies, not as, uh, you know, two two baby face wrestlers where one guy just decided to take a shortcut and throw an elbow. Yeah. <laughs> too much, too much. So All right. What kind of tone are you hoping for those movies? Uh, you know what? In a in a Captain Marvel slash Shazam movie, I want a bright, upbeat story. Yeah, I I want a positive, optimistic message to come along with that story. It's a story about a little kid who gets to say a word and become the most powerful uh, person on the planet, besides Superman. But we don't need to get into that. Yeah, we'll, what do you, we'll do that later. Yeah, what do you guys? So think? I, def- I definitely agree. I definitely agree. I would like it much rather be almost borderlining to like an action comedy, because Dwayne Johnson to me is a much better actor when he's being funny. Oh, he, he definitely does. Scary. Yeah, he's more action comedy. I'd have to agree with you. I could totally see more of a cynical, sarcastic vibe to Dory because he hasn't done. I mean, he hasn't done a serious, serious movie. The mo- was the most recent one he did what was it L.A. Confidential or whatever with um. Um, what was that one that he literally just came out with? Uh, with Kevin Hart. Comedian. Yeah, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was his like most recent. So yeah, I, I have to agree with you. Like most of everything that he signs on these days are usually more family friendly, comedy action movies. For sure. Yeah. The serious yeah. action so that would... I enjoyed too much. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't know. prefer yeah, funny ones. Yeah, he's got Baywatch coming out, so I mean, I mean, I guess there's that. Yeah. <laughs> but, a, but it's a comedy. But it's going to be a comedy. Yeah. It's going to be a comedy. It's got Zac Efron in it. I mean, he too does comedies these days. Yeah. Yeah. So um, right now on the Shazam movie, guys, if you were to give it one to three lightning bolts, what would you give it, Andrea? Mm, two. Okay, Paul. I'm gonna give it two and a half because I love those characters. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> gonna give it. I'm gonna give it two because I'm cautiously optimistic. But if I hear that they're not gonna call him Captain something, I'm gonna be very upset. Very well, upset. So I'm prepared to be upset. Guys, we have no. lots of time for you to be upset because yeah. that's what's gonna happen. Sorry. Yep. Rough times, rough times. All right, guys. So we're gonna we're gonna do a new part, uh, new segment now, and we're gonna call this question of the week. But as we do this, I'm gonna grab a phone call from Will, and uh, Will is putting on his first uh, uh, convention this weekend. It's a toy game and pop culture expo in Sacramento, California, and so let me grab his call, and we'll get him in for this question as well. Sweet. All right. As soon as he can hear us, uh, Will, are you there? I'm here. There you are. Will, we've got uh, hey, Paul Will. and Andrea. Paul and Andrea on the line with us. Everybody, say hi to Will. Hey, Will. Hi, Will. How's it going? And we are doing well. Hey, um, we are getting ready to do the question of the week. So I'm going to ask this question. We'll answer that, and then we'll talk a little bit about your show before we talk about Superman. Okay. Okay. All right, so the question this week, and this comes from Scott Phillips. He's written uh, episodes of Cayman Rider. Uh, he wrote one of the Friday the 13th books. He's got a series of comics uh, coming out. Our, uh, oh, God, I should have written down the name of those, and I forgot them already. But anyway, Scott Phillips asks, if you were strong enough to lift Thor off the ground and he was holding his hammer, could you lift his hammer, Mjolnir, that way? No. That's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea, any thoughts on that one? Uh, it depends what mood he's in. Is he happy, well, sad, or mad at me because I pissed him off? Well, it's more the hammer than Thor at this point because only the worthy but can Thor lift the hammer. Holding... Right. Yes, true. Yeah. But Thor is holding the hammer. Um, what kind of relationship do Thor and I have right now? Because would he, I mean, it is his hammer. Would he consider me worthy of it? Or I'm saying emotions are involved in whether you're worthy or not of something. So we're we're going with maybe from Andrea then. (laughs) 
<laughs> Way to have a strong viewpoint on that one, kid. And so, and, and, Anytime. And Will, what is your thoughts on that one? I would say unless somehow you're worthy to be the new Thor, you're not going to be able to lift the hammer no matter what. You know? That's just okay. what it is. Yeah. So you're going you're going strictly by the rules on this one. Yeah. Yeah. The rules and the rules I'm, on it. You know, it's like there's only a few yeah. people other than Thor that can lift the hammer up, so Yep, yeah. and I and and I'm going the same way. My answer to the question was no, but then somebody threw up a clip from the Avengers of Hulk punching Thor and him flying across the room, so it, it called my answer into question a little bit. But but punching means that Thor is holding up the hammer as he flies through the air, not necessarily that he that someone else allowed it to happen. Because if he's if if Thor is flying through the space, then he's the one worthy of taking it away from the ground. Right? Well, yeah, I would think so. But if you're lifting him and he's already holding the hammer up. Oh, true. Yeah. See, that was the one that made me kind of give it, give it the old Schrodinger's cat approach at that point. You're, You're kind of, you're a little bit pregnant at that point, I think was the answer I came up with. A little bit pregnant. Yep. That's, I think, where I ended up. Hey, uh, so, Will, you've got your first convention coming up in Sacramento this week. Uh, Why don't you give us the name of it and where it's happening and all of that? All right. It's the Toy Game and Pop Culture Expo. It's at Great Escape Games on Howe Avenue here in Sacramento. It's the corner of Howe Mm -hmm. and Hurley. Uh, Great Escape is um, a pretty well-established game store, and they have a warehouse space in the back that attaches right to the store that they rent out and, you know, for events such as this, or they do other, you know, they do their own events there when it's not being used for that. They have it like for uh, people to get together for gaming. And so, you know, there's a bunch of different activities that the show's Saturday, like we said, the 21st, it's from noon to six, it's free admission. So there's no, absolutely no door charge to get in. I prefer everybody to come in and spend their money at the vendors. Okay, cool. That would be the best move. Um, so real quick here, uh, what got you into the idea of throwing your own little convention? I've, actually, I've been selling toys, buying and selling toys for uh, going on 21 years now, and I've always thought about doing you know, my own conventions like this. And I had some other people in my brain years ago and had me actually promoting professional wrestling shows, which I was, was totally out, out of my element for. had no idea mm-hmm. what I was doing. Shouldn't have been doing it. And so I just kind of backed away altogether, and um, there was, you know, some questionable shows and stuff that I'd either heard about or whatever, and I'm like, well, why don't I, instead of thinking about doing one, instead of doing the what-if game, why don't I just see about doing it, see how it goes, and, you know, go from there. So how's your experience been so far? I mean, I know you haven't done this show yet, but, uh, well, actually, just just so we can have all this out in the open, Will and I met back in June or July, I believe. And, yep, you know, it was you in were, July at Modesticon. Yeah, and you were starting to, you were doing shows in the area, and at some point between here and there, you decided, well, screw it, I'm going to put my own show on. So Next how, month, yeah, so have, gonna, have people... Have people been pretty receptive to that? Have you have you found an audience? Uh, Do you think you found some people that are really like on board with you? Well, I know uh, vendors are fairly receptive. I mean, it helps that either through the business or through you know through personal, I know a good portion of the vendors. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have about sixty tables. Most of them, you know, not not that many vendors because most of them are you know two tables per type things, but. I know a good portion of the actual vendors. Some of them I've known for 20 years. They were people I met when I first started doing this business. And so they were the first people I reached out to. Um, overall, it's been generally receptive. I have, you know, I've talked to a few people that think that because I don't have a celebrity guest at all, I don't have a big name, I don't have an autograph guest at all, um, that I may not do as well because that's what people these days want. But I've had many other people in my experience just as a vendor tell me that, while celebrities are nice, they also like to come see different things. They like to be able to shop and stuff like that. And sometimes the celebrities can um, not be paying, paying to get in to see a celebrity can take the money out of the room for everything else. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know about everybody else here, and we can talk about this real quick before we get on to the Superman discussion, but 
I go to these shows, well, first off, for free drinks, because I'm usually there as a guest. But secondly... Uh, Which is why you wouldn't come to my show, by the way, because I didn't have an open bar. But just get that out there. Well, well <laughs> you know. That might be the rumor out there. It's hard to say. But, um, you know, for me, actually, the reason I go to the local shows is because I like to find local artists and spend my money with them. I know when I when I give 50 bucks to a local painter or, you know, comic book creator, I know where that money goes, you know, whereas if I give it to Stephen Amell from uh, Arrow, I know it goes into a giant garbage bag full of other $50 bills, and uh, I still don't know what the plot of the show was that season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, like, you mentioned local artists, Jeremy, and we actually have eight or nine artists, and mm-hmm. all of them but one. Are from the are from Sacramento, as far as I know. See, and that's that's a great deal. I would hope I, I hope everybody that in that area understands the service you provide by bringing artists locally together for them to first off meet each other and kind of network and figure out how to do things and also have a market in which to hopefully get some eyeballs on their artwork. Yeah, like one of the people that we have coming coming in is an author who. Uh, Nicholas Grabowski, he's done some horror books. He actually owns his own um, book company. He wrote, I don't remember which one, and I think it was the second one. He wrote one of the Halloween books, the adaptations from the movie. Oh, fantastic. And I actually met him at Halloween. He was doing like, he did a Craigslist ad or something. Hey, come by, you know, get a free bookmark, get some candy, stuff like that. He was practically around the corner from me. (laughs) I never met him. We talked a little bit, and then we we were talking back and forth and he's like yeah that's something i'd be interested in doing and so you know he's coming aboard with that and we have kind of a little horror you know little mini not really mini horror section but you know because we got a, a movie that's being um they're showing a trailer for that's a horror movie and that's local based up based off local and so probably of the 60 say the 60 tables i would say 45 of them are sacramento area Awesome. That that should be cool. Will will you um will you check in us check in with us again once you're done? Let us know how it went and how how you felt the whole process went and how you feel as a promoter having done it. Yeah, definitely. One last thing. I um the last sure. couple of days I've really been kinda um I've been really nervous being the first show and it's supposed to rain and everything else. I've had people talk to me up. Well, I got an email from a local radio station out here, one of the top radio stations, about coming out and having their street team. And then one awesome. of the top uh, morning T V shows in the area is also probably going to come out and do a segment like right as the vendors are arriving Saturday morning. So, and I did not reach out to these guys at all. Either somebody else did or they saw the advertising. So something I'm doing while learning is working. I don't know what, but something's somewhere because they've contacted either me or in the case of Good Day Sacramento have contacted the owner of the venue who then contacted me. No, that's awesome. I'm glad that you are getting that kind of coverage. Um, I worry a little bit about how many, like down here in Modesto, there's been a lot of conventions this year or this last year. Uh, so I yeah, worry a little bit about, yeah, I worry a little bit about how many there have been. Uh, but I, I am glad to see, yeah, I know, well, that's how we know each other. I worry a little bit about how many there are, but I'm glad to see people have that kind of money to spend. Um, yeah, and so like cool. for me, there's a lot of big shows up here. There's Sack Anime, Sack Con, et cetera. But small shows, I've had people tell me they, they sometimes like the small shows just to come come shop. They don't have to worry about the big thing. I'm also yeah. getting some buzz because we're doing a cosplay contest. The winner of um, having um, MCH Cosplay, who does uh, Deadpool. You've probably seen him at some of the shows. He was at um, the Classic Comic Con that you and I were at together. Oh, yeah, around. yeah, yeah. Um, he's coming out as well as the Avengers costuming group. They're actually going to assist me with judging the cosplay contest. Our oh, only fantastic. role is no professionals. Okay. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great idea. I was going to say, and I didn't do a lot of walking around at classic comic con because they did have yeah. an open bar. Uh, I, I yeah. did have a wheelchair at that I, show. I, I went to yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, Will, uh, make sure you check back in. Uh, do you want to stick around to talk the Superman segment with us? We got about 10 minutes on that. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. So, um, Andrea, I sent you the picture. Paul, I'm sure you've seen it. Will, I don't know if you have, but they have announced yet another new Superman costume in the comic book. Uh, 
Does everybody here, has everybody here seen it? Everybody know what I'm talking about? Have you heard about this? Have you read about this? I've heard about it, but I've not seen it, so I'm going to try to pull it up right now. Yeah, um, make sure you check out uh, CBR or Comic Book Resources. They're the ones who broke the story. Yeah. Um, so back in 2011, you know, DC went in a whole new direction. Did we lose Andrea? He's still there? Nope, I am here. I'm checking there out the are. muscles on Superman. Yeah, I thought you might you might need a minute for that. Um, I hope, I hope... <laughs> just give me a minute, boys. I'm working on um, yeah. making sure I'm worthy of Superman over here. <laughs> um, so, so back in was it 2011, Paul, when they did the new 52? Yeah. Okay, so they switched Superman to an armored suit, uh, and I think the major the major design difference was between besides the high collar and the hard angles was the lack of circus trunks. Yep. And ever oh yeah, yep. Sorry, that's what I just noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Ishin Geek. <laughs> yep. Um, but since then, they've been trying to work him back into a more traditional Superman look. And starting with uh, Rebirth, you know, they brought him into a cloth suit with Paul. And explain this to me. It had a metal belt, metal cuffs, and metal boots, if I'm not mistaken. No cuffs. Well, not on. Belt. Well, not on the new one, but the first Rebirth costume had him in uh, oh. metal cuffs, metal boots, and the boots were dark blue. Yeah, so, so the boots were. Yeah, they were didn't really look like boots, but. Yeah. So, here's here's my question: Were the were the shorts really so egregious that they had to go through that many changes to put him back in a Superman uniform that didn't have shorts? Um, what were the, I mean, maybe you guys can let me know. What were, what was the purpose of the shorts, um, in the first place? In the very first place, it was, it was so he looked like a circus strongman from the 1930s. Yep. Yep. Hmm. And then after that, since the 1970s, they had to try to explain it away as either that's what Kryptonian clothing looked like or that's what his mom had put together for him. Did you find it yet, Will? Yep, I think so. I'm on comicbook.com right now with it. So Okay. I believe, that, so, I believe it's the same one. Yeah. I, well, uh, Rob, mm-hmm. I was trying it's to come up with an opinion, but I really didn't have one. one. <laughs> Yeah, so what it makes me wonder, though, is we've been through a few different versions of Superman and his costume and his personality in the last few years here. And it always makes me wonder, because I know they say it all the time, but is Superman too old-fashioned to get by in this day and age? Um, I mean, Andrea, what do you think? I mean, we've talked a little bit about this, but... Is the old Chris Reeve or previous Superman, is that just not a viable character? You know, it's interesting. I'm not sure because you would think, you know, with everything these days going retro, I would think Superman, no pun intended, should fly straight to the front of the line because, you know, everything these days is looking back on the 70s and the 80s. And we do seem to have this desire for that retro good old back to the feeling. I mean, I, I mean, just thinking about how we talked about, I think um, we discussed like Batman's costuming and it was so again, forward with like the, you know, Ben Affleck's Batman was like just so buff and thick and, and um, structured. Um, I actually think going, you know, like having that, less metallic, less Iron Man vibe to him actually might be a good thing. And it makes it stand out. Paul, what are your thoughts on the new the new Superman? And is Superman too dated a character? Does he really need that much update? Because every time they change him, they put him back to where he was, don't they? Yeah, they do. They, they, they feel like someone's like, oh, you know, Superman's had essentially the same costume for 60 years. Um, let's try to tweak it a little bit, and uh, nobody likes it, so they end up having to go back. 
Uh, I definitely don't think he's dated. Uh, dated is a negative way of saying just classic. I mean, he's the first superhero. He's he, to me, he's the most important superhero of either Marvel or DC. I mean, he's the one that pretty much started everything, and um, he's different in, the, in a very positive way. Batman is the most just morose superhero ever, and everyone's always bummed out. And Superman, it, almost to a point point of being naive, but um, I think you need that balance. And Superman's always there to bring out some sort of positivity, even when things are like absolutely their worst. Um, Superman does his thing and you know brings people together. And um, I, I love the new costume; it's in the right direction. Like we were talking about the other day, it's you know they just need the shorts, and I'll be happy. Yeah, um, I'm actually okay if they want to leave the shorts off and go with <laughs> leave the shorts off. If they want to go with this look. <laughs> The, the the belt and the buckle, I think, are a pretty strong look. They harken back to where it came from. Um, I'm pretty okay with it. Will, what's your what's your take on this outfit? Um, if it's the same one I'm seeing, it's you know very streamlined compared to what we're seeing. I'm not sure if I care about the shorts either way. Because Batman and Robin both had, you know, well Robin still does, but Batman, you know, had shorts as well early on. Those were more, I believe, designed for. Um, the, the color comparison, so you didn't get this all the same color. Like in the Superman suit I'm seeing, it's pretty much blue suit, you know, the typical blue suit, red boots, red cape, emblem, but everything yep. else is blue. The, the shorts kind of broke that up a little bit. But as of, was the question you were asking, with Superman being dated, I think while you know, somebody else has said that you know, there's the move towards retro, it's more a move towards edgy retro. Because people want edginess now. Because the characters in the last ten years, five years, have become among the most popular characters that were, you know, mm-hmm. I guess um, bit parts first. Deadpool, Moon Knight, characters like that are edgy. People want to see edgy nowadays. Batman has had edgy stages, not but the seems to be the most popular incarnations overall have some sort of edge to them. I think mm-hmm. nowadays people, while retro's going back, hey, we want to see this, we want to see this. They want that kind of edgier, that newer look. Maybe, you know, keep some of his personality traits, but make it, you know, the look more modern. And this is what it looks like here. They've modernized the look, but it still harkens back to his roots. Yeah, I I could see that. Um, One of the things that makes me wonder about the datedness of Superman. I don't know if everybody here watched Supergirl this season, but the first two episodes of the season had Tyler, Tyler Hecklin playing Superman. And he yeah. played, even though the the costume was a very much updated style, um, but his character was a very old school Chris Reeve Superman. Yeah. And as soon as, as soon as I saw him, I said, shit, that's what Man of Steel missed. People want to be in awe of Superman. People want to feel like Jesus just walked through the room when Superman was there. And missed out on some better action scenes. Well, you know, yeah. But, you know, when, when, well, you know what, guys, we're actually starting to wrap up. Well, real quick, why don't you give us a, tell us again about your show and where they can find it. You only got a few seconds. All right, Toy Game Pop, Toy Game and Pop Culture Expo. You can find it on, just type that into Facebook. You can find it there or just TGP Expo, TGP Expo Sacto if you wanted to just type in the abbreviations. Once again, it's Saturday the 21st. It's this Saturday. It's from noon to 6, and it's totally free admission. It's here in Sacramento at Great Escape Games. The address, everything is all on, is all on the uh, Facebook page or even on my business website which is remember when toys it's r when r when w-h-e-n-t-c.com excellent andrea if people want to check out anything you've worked on lately where can they find your stuff at uh you guys can find me great question um you can follow me on twitter at a n d d peter or instagram a n d d peter um i yeah um and then we'll see what's up. These days I'm kind of quiet, um, having fun, catching my breath. <laughs> Excellent. And they can also go find you again, the web series on YouTube, to see what you did last yes. year. 
Yeah. That's actually Paul, yeah, like, we will be releasing a bonus episode shortly. So oh, um, be prepared and look for that. Ooh, nice. Paul, you got like two seconds. Anything you got going on? Nope. Just talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe we just ran out of time. Oh, shit. <laughs> I got to come up with a better way to end the show. Now, what I did discover is it does keep recording after we go off air. So the people that come back and listen to it again later get all this bullshit we do afterwards. But yay, bullshit! Yeah. It's like special features on a DVD. Well, you know what I'm thinking about doing, and you guys, you guys tell me what you think. I, I'm thinking about doing a two dollar level of Patreon, where all where all the episodes you get are completely unedited. Oh, I like that. That's yeah. a great idea. I think people would love that. So that way you'd get, like, you know, all the conversation. Well, you know, you guys, you, except for Will, you guys have all recorded with me. So, you know, when we, we do a, when we do a non-live episode, there's all sorts of talk at the beginning and end that you missed. Somebody got the hiccups? Yeah. Oh, no, that was my dog. Oh. He's going crazy. Oh. He waited till the he waited till the recording was over. <laughs> well, no, that was good. I got Ollie the Greyhound in the room during all that too. Uh, and he's just chilling well, on the floor. All... Yeah. <laughs> well, see, my dog doesn't chill, so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was well, thinking this that was way. Fun guys, sorry, it was kind of quiet this time. Yeah, that's all right. Oh. Last time we were a little more into a, a topic. He had something to say. <laughs> next time. You mean talking time... about women and. Well, no, and actually, I think Paul, I think having a female co-host on periodically will help our conversations. Yeah, yeah, that, that way we can, sure. yeah, get into get into some different things a little bit. Um, but yeah, so yeah, this time it was kind of. I mean, whenever you're free to come on, feel free. You got the phone number. Awesome. We will find we will find topics yeah. where we can have you know. Or, Andrea, honestly, if there's ever a topic you want to focus on, just let us know, and we'll try to build something cool. around that, too. Yeah. Uh, you, you have been a, uh, a, good, a good friend to us, and we do appreciate it, and are more than happy to try to do anything we can to involve you as much as possible. Hell yeah, and I need to, like, build up some more geek cred. Exactly. Um, oh, did you know? I don't know if I told you. I lost your fucking articles when my website crashed. What? Are you serious? Yeah. I got hacked back in uh, December. Oh, yeah. shit. That sucks. Yeah. yeah, it was horrible. Well, damn. I guess I better write again, huh? Looks like maybe. Maybe. <laughs> oh, and, and, and I may have to delete this part. The, the kid I hired to help me write my comic book idea, I had to... Uh, unhire is that a word? Unhire or unhire fire? It's called firing. Well, no, because I hadn't actually sent him any money yet. Because like the week okay, I was going to send go. him money, ignored. Resend the offer. Yeah, resend the offer. There yes, we go. That's the right there one. There you go. Perfect. Resend. Yeah, because the week I was ready to like send him a little bit of money just to get him started, uh, he writes me a note and says like, "Oh, hey, by the way, your idea sucks. Here's my idea that's better." And I was like, wow, that's so not the story I'm trying to tell. And he's like, well, you're wrong. And I'm like, okay, that's enough of that. All right, fuck this. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, everybody. (laughs) We're not going forward with any of this. And then he actually had the nerve to go like, oh, no, I'll still write your story. I'm like, "Uh, no, no, you won't. No. (laughs) That'd be a no. I'm not a no thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That will not be happening. Well, guys, but, uh, I actually got to run. I got to go to a job and saying, hey, your stuff sucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got to head to a shoot. No problem. My Andrea, hey, not thank over you. yet. Oh, cool. <laughs> you guys you got a long night ahead of you. Hopefully we'll touch base um, again on Thursday. Cool, cool. Yeah. Have a good night. Awesome. We'll talk nice. to you later, Andrea. Bye. And Jeremy, I'm going to take off too. No problem. We'll talk to you later, Will. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. No, no problem. I'll talk to you later. Talk to you soon, man. Take it easy, Will. All right, Ooh. Paul. So um, I don't, I don't have a topic picked out for next week yet, but um, if you got one, kick it around. Let me know what it is. Okay. Yeah, and we got a few days. 
Yeah. And then my wife decided we should go out for a drink after work. And so I haven't had dinner yet, but I've had four drinks. So I should probably wrap up soon, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's dinner? What are you talking about? Well, it's enough calories, that's for certain. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right, dude. All right, brother. So yeah, we'll talk to kick you. it around. Yeah, oh. kick it around. Let me know. Let me know what you would like to do next week. Um, I think I'm going to start doing segments where we do like a couple news headlines, a question of the week, and then whatever our topic is. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I think that yeah, way I we can at least make a little bit, little bit more time for the, like the topic. We ran really short on the Superman thing. Yep. Well, no, and that was just because I was trying to fit in. I told Will oh, that yeah, I'd have him on, yeah. and I, yeah, I was yeah. going to try to do a show, but I have a bunch of stuff coming up, and I just I just couldn't uh-huh. do it. And, you know, and so I wanted to get him in. I want to let him talk about his show, and it's the first time we've tried to do segments. You know. Yeah. No, I like I like the the, the format though. Yeah. With so that, I think we're gonna. Yeah, I think we'll try to do that. We'll do a couple news stories, a question of the week, and then whatever the topic is. Um, yeah. Dude. Yeah. So let me know what you think of that, and we'll keep rolling. And I may or may not edit this episode, but I think going forward I may start offering a uned- unedited episode to people that uh, kick in money on Patreon and then edit it back for the live episodes later. So anyhow. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, dude, by, by the way, your GL uh, statue is freaking awesome. Oh, dude, I just stare at it. It's fucking yeah. huge. That's pretty badass. Oh, and I didn't tell you, I also got the uh, replica lantern and ring, too, like two weeks before that. Oh, did you? No, you didn't tell me that. That's really cool. Yeah, so I got the full size. It's awesome. It's just you touch the ring against it, and it lights up. That is so slick. Yeah, and it wasn't very expensive. It was only like 120 bucks. That's it's not awesome. too bad. That's no, really not too bad. For, yeah. That's not too my bad. Was like, I want one. Now my son wants one. And I was like, which one do you want? He's like, I want the red one. <laughs> and I was not like, yeah, really yeah. Not until you're a grown man, kid. <laughs> yeah. You start paying. Start pulling your weight around here. Maybe we'll talk yeah. about it. <laughs> talk about your red ring then. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. Uh, Five years old. You shouldn't get this crap. <laughs> yeah. And he told right me to me out to my wife, too. He's like, Mommy, look what Daddy bought. He, like, took my phone and showed her my Green Lantern statue. She's like, oh, what's that? And I was like, aww. I, I don't know. I think so, the neighbors, I think that was for the neighbors, and yeah, I opened it on accident. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm a grown-up. I can buy what I want. <laughs> I have a job. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Oh, man, that's funny stuff. All right, on. All right, Paul. Well, hey, um, you know, you be safe out there in your windstorms. We we're going back into deep rain and wind tomorrow, but yeah. I am sure, I am sure we'll get a few minutes to talk before we put the next show together, though. Yeah, totally, man. Right on. Talk to you later, dude. All right. All right. Later. All right. Bye.